The Knicks, red hot as of late, are in the Windy City looking for their fifth win in a row. But are they the team to back tonight in Chicago? And will the Warriors' road woes continue? Welcome to today's episode of Hardwood Parlays. I'm your host, Bobby Kravitsky. Joining me for an episode where we'll explore what we believe are the best bets from Wednesday's NBA slate from Pub Sports Radio. If you're not tailing his picks, you're missing out on profits. Connor Mack. I love it. Thanks for having me. I loved it. I like this slate. I wish I said I really loved it, but I like it a lot. So uh, I'm ready for it. Let's get to work. Yeah, Connor, I certainly think there's money to be made tonight. Let's start in a matchup between the Warriors and the Pacers. It's in Indy. You can get the home team plus one and a half, minus 105 on DraftKings. Golden State is 2-12 and on the road this season and 3-11 and against the spread in those tilts. They lost by 17 to the Bucks last night. Now, as a result of the blowout, only Jordan Poole logged 30-plus minutes. But the Pacers didn't play last night. The last two games were also at home, so they haven't had to travel. And they beat the Warriors in a battle in San Francisco earlier this season where Andrew Nemhart absolutely torched Golden State. He went for 31-13-8. Now the Pacers are healthy. They didn't have Tyrese Halliburton, among other players, from that lineup in there, including Miles Turner. Now the only one they're missing is Chris Duarte, who they haven't had all season. It wouldn't be a surprise to anyone if the Warriors, even this series, but another road loss shouldn't either. And at plus one and a half odds for minus 105, there's value behind this bet. There is. I hope everyone got in because it's pouring in here with the Pacers. Obviously, Curry might be a go, but everyone else here is out. For the Warriors, I think this could be another tough day on the road. You mentioned get beat down by the Bucks. Also, Pacers have played them well in the last few years, surprisingly in the series, whether it's been on the road or at home. They've beat up a little bit, this Warriors team. What I liked mostly in this game, I like that bet. You know, I, I've, I think I've told you before, I've had trouble with the Pacers before, and I almost took them Monday, and they didn't get it done. And one of those problems was, and it was a way low-scoring game, 87-82, I believe, uh, I think we get back to more points in this one. Both teams are good defensively. You know, bottom of the league, that's one problem with the Warriors as well. So after having his worst game of his career, I look to Halliburton. You know, 20 and 11, you get his points and rebounds, 29 and a half. I think it's a huge bounce back for him. Kind of before that game, he's been with a little bit of a nagging injury, but he had just been tearing it up, you know, over 30 a game and 10 assists. I think this is a good spot. If you get under 30, his points and assists. He goes over that tonight. And like you talked about, I don't, I don't mind the Pacers. And if you like them, get them now uh, before it keeps going up. This could touch up to three. Who knows where it could go here. Uh, as uh, Warriors will be slim tonight on who's playing. Yeah, like you said, get in early while you still can. And the Warriors, their defensive issues are at the root of their road woes. So I definitely think that lends itself to that Tyrese Halliburton prop cashing in tonight. Another tilt we want to get to here, the Knicks taking on the Bulls in Chicago, like I teased at the top. You can get New York for plus four and a half, minus 115. That's also available on DraftKings. The Knicks are on a four-game win streak. They're now up to 14 and 13, climbing above 500 into sixth in the Eastern Conference standings. They held the Cavs to 81 points, the Hawks to 89, and the Kings, one of the highest scoring offenses in the NBA, to under 100. The key here is that they're starting to play Quentin Grimes and Miles McBride more. Knicks fans are rejoicing about that. They've been begging for it. Tom Thibodeau finally obliged. They've taken Derrick Rose and Evan Fournier out of the rotation. There are more minutes also 
being distributed to R.J. Barrett at the four spot, and that's having a positive impact on this team. He was phenomenal against Sacramento. He went for 27 points, nine rebounds, six assists, three steals, and two blocks. I know that Jalen Brunson at the time of this recording is questionable due to his ankle injury, but the Knicks are 13th in scoring. They're now playing much better defensively, and the Bulls are 11 and 15, five and five in their last 10 games. And I think New York makes it five wins in a row. And at plus four and a half, I'm definitely backing them. Yeah, I don't love this has moved to four and a half, but I, I agree with it a little bit. And this is, I've been on the Knicks in that winning streak at two games there. Uh, I was big on them uh, versus the Hawks. You're right. This is what's made it difficult for me because I think at four, it's okay because I don't love laying points with the Bulls. You mentioned it. They've just been ho-hum. Five and five the last 10. When these teams meet kind of back and forth, the last couple in Chicago last year, Knicks won one, they lost one. My difficult thing, I'm lean bulls here big time. The four points is getting me struggling. Now there's a lot of four and a halves everywhere. I'm kind of just playing after the big win here. Brunson might not go. That's a huge question mark that I wanted to wait on just a little bit because um, I like the other way. I like the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> I just didn't love, love it. Uh, in the end, uh, and not an easy one because I've been on those Knicks. I'm just kind of doing that fade first game, you know, at home, those three or four uh, hit the road to Chicago. Uh, I think the Bulls can get them here. It's just now four and a half. You got to win by five to get that cash. That's the beauty of it. We both laid out a compelling case, in my opinion, at least. And, and we'll see what people take to the window and what how this game ultimately plays out. I'm sticking with the Knicks at plus four and a half, though. Connor, another tilt that you wanted to get to here, the Blazers taking on the Spurs in the Alamo. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. This is a game I haven't bet yet because it's difficult. Uh, since Lillard's been back, these Blazers have been just red hot. You know, four and one. They've covered, I think, maybe five or six in a row here. And the Spurs, since Popovich's been back, have played well all of a sudden. After just getting destroyed, losing by 20 and 30, it seemed like every night, kind of tanking. Uh, they played well as of late, and it's kind of been a whole unit with them everyone's getting involved of course Johnson their leading scorer is it for them I just thought Portland the back-to-back wins versus the T-Wolves and just the second one was a blowout I just didn't love this here for them could they go in and win by 10 because we don't know what Spurs team we're going to get but I lean the Spurs you know I know it's off the big win with the Cavs uh, that they won the other night but they're still here at home they got to be feeling good and uh, I'd love if I could get eight it's kind of what I was waiting for. It's not, I haven't seen anything. They're seven and a half. But if I get an eight, I'm going to pull the trigger uh, on the Spurs here at home. Yeah, of course you love and respect the offensive firepower the Blazers have. But I think another storyline along with Keldon Johnson is the development of Devin Vassell. He's really taken meaningful strides to start this season. And so that is important, especially defensively against this Blazers team. If he can make them pay at the other end, particularly from beyond the arc, I know he's improved on the ball as well. But if he's knocking down his shots to go with Keldon Johnson's ability to get to the rim and the free throw line, then it does portend itself to what you're suggesting here and taking the Spurs in this one. Real quick, yeah. And he's been great these last few. That, you know, if he's getting 18 to 20 right around there, that they will cover this number for sure. Maybe not win it, but cover it. And when you get these two teams together, I know, you know, even at 230, I'd lean over. I know the Spurs, these last few have played better, but I still can't trust them completely, even here at home. But uh, they've gotten a little bump. Popovich back, played a little bit better. So, 
If I could get an eight here, I'm going to pull the trigger on the Spurs. Yeah, I think it's going to be an up and down, fast paced, lot of possession type of game that lends itself to high scoring. So I'm with you on the over as well. Then we have the Wolves, the Wolves taking on the Clippers in Los Angeles. Connor, what do you lean towards here? I actually have a player prop in this game. Let's touch on the game real quick. Nothing too crazy here. Russell's a question mark, and that leads to my prop. We'll touch on it in just a sec. I don't really have anything here. I think the number's right. Clippers have been playing a little bit better. Uh, T-Wolves just got, you know, didn't cover the number that first game against Portland, lost by six, and then get blown out in that second game. They're a little bit of trouble. Um, we know Clippers have been a dead under team for the most of the year for me has been money. But Blazers can score some points, don't play a ton of defense. And if Russell is out tonight, even with him in, I, lo- I like this prop, is Anthony Edwards. You get 22 and a half. Now there's some 23 and a halves. And he had a bad game. I'm going off his last game. He had 17 in that second game. But nine of his, uh, seven of his last not nine have gone over, easily gets over 25 in all those games. And he's got to be big here. I know the Clippers pretty well defensively, but I like this tonight. I think Anthony Edwards, especially if Russell's out, but even with him in, he's got to be a scorer for them. Rudy Gobert's played a lot better too, stepped up, but they need him tonight. So I'm not doing a side total here. Look at the player prop with Anthony Edwards over. If you get, I still 23 and a half, I think so. Okay. Take his over points tonight. More than anything tonight, I'm curious to see how Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, but particularly the former look They got up for Monday's matchup against the Celtics. They heard the talk that that might be the best duo in the league in Tatum and Brown. And they said, you got to come prove it to us in our house. And they took their lunch money. But this is also a group that is trying to round into form while not playing all that much. They haven't been together a lot. Leonard's barely played this season. So how do they look on the heels of that game? It's not the second night of a back-to-back, but with just one day in between matchups, I'm curious to see what they do and how much either one of them are guarding Anthony Edwards. Because if it's not a ton, if they're relying on other people to handle that, then it definitely lends itself to your proposition here and going with Anthony Edwards to come through and lead the Timberwolves in scoring. Yeah, I think he's just got to be the guy here for the for the T-Wolves, and I think he will be. Um, and yeah, how many minutes are these guys going to get? We know they're in and out. It looks like they're both going to go tonight. I'm not so sure of that. In the NBA, you got to watch every especially on a guy like Kawhi Leonard or something or Paul George, such these stars, uh, you won't get any information on them till right before it and they'll sit out. Um, but yeah, I think he gets that tonight. So I, I like to play with his points over. Yeah, I do too. I definitely think that Leonard is not going to, not going to match up with Anthony Edwards too much tonight. I agree. I think that he's someone, even when he plays, he paces himself. So again, I think that's a sound play there backing Anthony Edwards tonight. And then the next one that I want to get to the Wizards taking on the Nuggets in Denver. I like Nikola Jokic to go for over 34.5 points and assists combined. You can grab it for minus 113 on FanDuel. He's averaging just under 24 points along with nine assists this season. And the key here is that Kristaps Porzingis is out due to a back injury and Rui Hachimura won't play tonight either because of an ankle injury. So Jokic, to me, should feast against Daniel Gafford and Taj Gibson. And he only needs to produce marginally more than he has this season for this bet to cash in. So I'm taking this one to the window. I think this cash is easy, like you talked about. You know, Hatchimer's already been out, Beal's out, now Porzingis not playing tonight. I like that prop as well. You know, Nuggets been up and down like a lot of teams so far in the NBA before they get to the break. Maybe they'll get clicking. 
uh, in the second half. But I think this is a smash spot kind of for them. This Wizards team's just reeling. Uh, and you go, it's not easy to play there in Denver. If they're on their game, they win by more than 15 tonight. This number's already moved, of course, a few points. Um, but they should eat. There should be points. They should easily be able to score on this Wizards team that doesn't play much defense. So I like that play. I like it a lot. And I still, it's gotten a little out of, out of hand, but I think you could look at the Nuggets and maybe I, even first half. Uh, if they're on, they cover. So that was going to be my question too. Is it smarter to just play the first half in this one? Or would you recommend to people that they go to the window and back Denver to whether it's the money line or covering the spread? Is that a better proposition or hedge it and just play the first half? I'd go with the first half, you know, in this one. The NBA and points when you start laying doubles like this, the back door is never, it's not my friend when I lay points. Wide open. Yeah, it's just not somewhere... I want to be. So I think you go first half. If they're on, they're on. That's kind of the bet you take. And let's say you win that and then maybe look at something live. I just, I wouldn't go full game, even though I do think they can cover this number tonight. That just, I don't know who's going to stop anybody uh, for the Wizards tonight. This team is just, there's no one to put out on the floor. Um, Denver should eat. Yeah, this should be light work for the Nuggets, but I'm with you on that one as well. Play the first half. See how it goes, and then you can always take the second as well. That wraps up this edition of Hardwood Parlays. But before we go, Connor, the stage is yours to promote any work that you want to share. And for those missing out, let them know where they can find you on social media. Thanks for having me. That was great. There's a couple uh, other games. I kind of wanted to talk Heat, Thunder, but in the end, I stayed off uh, that game. Heat playing a little bit better. This is a big trip for them. Um, I always like my Thunder. Uh, but at home's a little different, but they still are catching points, and it's come down to two. So that was just a look, quick look I had uh, fast. But, yeah, thanks for having me. Just check me out, Pub Sports Radio, uh, Connor Mac, Connor Mac Picks on all socials. And thanks for having me. I can't wait to, to be back to talk more NBA. Connor, love having you on. You consistently put money into people's pockets and their bank accounts. So, of course, we will continue to have you on. And then just to touch on it quickly here, you brought up that Heat Thunder game. I was the same way. My biggest concern, Shea, Gal- Shea Gilgis Alexander, he can torch the Heat, no doubt. But Miami also has a propensity to junk up the game. So I just, yes. I'm not touching it, even though I wouldn't be surprised if we watch it tonight and he goes off and has a monster performance and sinks Miami. Yeah, definitely. And I love the under in this game. It's just, it's come down four points, even at 223 and a half. I, I still lean that way. I, you know, I'm not rushing to just bet the over or anything like that now. But on the flip side, Bam should eat tonight uh, down low for the Heat. So on the flip side, I looked at his props. You might want to take a glance, everyone, look at his props tonight. But, yeah, SGA has been money. And if he gets rolling, he could take over a game. So, you know, this guy is uh, the real deal, as we talk about, you know, so far this year. So, yeah, as much as I uh, kind of wanted to take the thunder, I think uh, in the end tonight I might, I might stay off. The Heat have trouble real quick. The Heat, I just, I think they think the East is just, you know, there's the Celtics, not much else that they could maybe just start playing good basketball, get everyone healthy towards the end of the year. You know, they've done this kind of the last couple of years. You know, they start off slow, just let's hang around 500. But um, they've not been good and they've not been good road chalk. I know they've played a little bit better lately. So I'm definitely not winning back uh, the Heat. Like if you got the Thunder when this opened at three and a half, Uh, I like that a lot.
Yeah, it's another one where the time to get it was early. I'm definitely not back in the heat tonight. And I know they've had a ton of injuries this season, but they're just there isn't enough offensive firepower on that team for me to really buy into them doing too much in the playoffs, especially. So I'm not staying on them. And I felt like if I backed the Thunder or I backed Shea tonight, that the betting gods were going to sway it the other way. And this would be a game where the Heat, they show up, they shut them down, they get the win. So I'm staying away from it. And you can find Connor, as he said, at Pub Sports Radio. As for me, I'll be back on Thursday with a new episode of The Winning Ticket, aiming to fatten your wallets with what I believe are the best bets from the NFL's Week 15 slate. You can find that on Believe.com, The Winning Ticket's YouTube page, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Same goes for Hardwood Parlays. Obviously, it has its own YouTube page, though. And please be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to these shows. It goes a long way. For Connor Mack, I'm Bobby Kravitsky. This has been Hardwood Parlays.